Welcome to this week's edition of Tiger Talk. My name is Will Kohlmeyer. I am the Vice President of Marketing and Community Relations at one of the premier community colleges in the country, Northeast. This year, listed number one in Mississippi among the community colleges in preparing our students for the workforce. That's according to Zipia, a career site out of California. And that kind of goes hand in hand with our first guest on this week's show. She's Brittany Whitley. She's the director of our Student Success Center, also a health science advisor. And Brittany, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, we're glad to have you. And let's talk about this Student Success Center because it is all about student success here at Northeast. Brittany, you've got an outstanding team that you've assembled to be a part of the Student Success Center. Talk a little bit about that and all the different labs that you have here under the Student Success Center umbrella. Sure. Um, we have three success coaches in the Success Center. Lee Trelor, she works specifically with student athletes, making sure they maintain eligibility if they're planning on playing a sport at a four-year institution. Casey Scott works primarily with the freshman students on campus. I work with students who are planning on majoring in health science programs that we offer here at the school. And then we have Leanne Stewart, who is the special populations counselor. Her office is also located in the Success Center. So if students need um, special accommodations for testing or maybe they just need extra time on tests, things like that, they can see Leanne if they have a documented disability and she can help them out with that. So we also have different labs in the Success Center. Students can visit the writing lab. They can go to the co-lab the tutor lab or the testing lab, which I just mentioned earlier. For the writing lab, students can walk in, but they really prefer for them to make an appointment. And they can do that by going to nemcc.mywconline.com and they can create account and register for an appointment there. The co-lab, they can just go in and study. They can work on group projects. It's open until 9 o'clock at night. Another good feature about that is charging stations for the iPads. So if you have a break in class and the iPad's getting low on battery, they can go in and charge those iPads. The tutoring lab, um, you can schedule your appointment for tutoring with the counseling center. Or you can stop by and we'll be glad to help you fill out an application for that. But you can have your tutoring session in the tutor lab. There are marker boards and all sorts of things that can help you with that. So. Wonderful. And I, I tell you what, that fall semester, I know it just blew by for you guys. It was so busy every time I went down there. I mean, you worked with right at 750 students. Yeah, pretty close to that. Of course, it was our first semester, so it was a, a nice learning curve. But we did work with a lot of students, and we feel like we made a good impact last semester. So we're just excited to see where it goes in the future. Well, absolutely. And it's all about retention, too. We want those students to be successful here. We want to make sure that they stay in school. And we, you had I know you're very proud of that re retention uh, rate. And I know you're learning from some of the things that you did in the fall going forward. Talk about some of the adjustment now in this spring semester. Yeah, we've been working with Kim Harris in e-learning. And Dropout Detective is a feature inside Canvas that you can get in and kind of see how the students are doing in class they will they're color coded which makes it easy for us red yellow green so we can scroll through we know we need to really dig into those students who are coded red and the green students they're doing good so they may just need an email that says good job keep it up so it helps us know who to really focus on so that's a a big change for this semester that I think will help us and the students. Another thing is we are piloting a probation class that will start on February the 4th and it's designed to just get them back on track. 
run about nine weeks or so. Some of the one of the first assignments is what happened last semester. You know, what happened that caused your grades to be a little lower than they needed to be. What are you planning on doing differently this semester, and what can we as your success coaches do to help you? So the assignments will be really specific on getting them back on track. So we're excited about that. Well, you need to be. And I know we're all about student success here. And you and your team, they provide such a key role to that success. And I think it's interesting, maybe talk a little bit about what you look for. I mean, trends and patterns. Talk about you and your team and how you try to find those students that really need to get that little extra giddy up uh, to get back on track. When we first started looking at students, we just really hand selected a group of students for that first, I guess, class of success students. So we have that list. We try to keep it around 250 students per success coach. That leaves room for other students who need our help. So um, if an instructor sees a student struggling in their class, they can shoot us an email. We can look at that student and see, is this student only struggling in math or do they have a struggle across the board? If it's one subject, we can get them a tutor. If it's across the board, then we need to dig in a little deeper and see what we can do to, to help that student. If a student is just having trouble, if they need a tutor or whatever it is, they can swing by. We'll be happy to help them fill out that tutoring application. Or as we're talking to them, we may see, well, we need to add them to our list so we can track them a little more closely. Sure. And I, I know you want to try to help them out academically, but sometimes I think you feel like you're almost like a guide, uh, you know, trying to take away some of that stress, be a cheerleader, yeah, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. We tell our students that we are not disciplinarians. Don't be afraid to come see us. If you walk in and we know you made a bad grade on your science test, you're not in trouble with us. That's your grade. Our job is to help you figure out how to do better the next time. Um, I tell my students, I'll be the biggest cheerleader you ever had. I had a student come in the other day, and I offered to meet with her every week just because she was struggling making friends and things like that. And I was like, would it help if you meet with me each week? Tears in her eyes. She's like, you would do that for me? You know, that's what we do. We're here to help the students. So. That's wonderful. What a great deal going on right now at the Student Success Center. That was a wonderful idea, President Ford, uh, bringing that on board. And I think, uh, I, I, think I, I just see nothing but pluses going forward as well. We're excited. Thank you. Yeah, great to have you on the show and, and all the best. And we'll get uh, some of the other members of your team on an upcoming Tiger Talk. But keep up the great work. Thank you. All right. The Phi Theta Kappa chapter here at Northeast will hold its tri-annual blood drive in the black and gold room of the Haney Union starting on Wednesday, January 30th at 10.30 a.m. and will continue until Thursday, January 31st in the same spot. Donations will end at 2.30 on Wednesday, 2 p.m. on Thursday. To make an appointment, visit V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T dot O-R-G and click Donate and then make an appointment. NEMCC's Creative Writing Contest is currently underway with entries being accepted until Friday, February the 1st. Winners in the local contest will advance to the state contest where winners there receive scholarships, monetary stipends, as well as publication in the statewide journal. For more information, contact Amanda Garvin at abgarvin, G-A-R-V-I-N, at nemcc.edu. 
25 Beta Lambda is currently taking orders for chocolate covered strawberries and Valentine cookies as a fundraiser for the organization. Chocolate covered strawberries come pre-packaged and ready to gift with while the Valentine cookies are bagged and tied with a ribbon. Half a dozen chocolate covered strawberries are $8 while a dozen is 15. A bagged Valentine cookie will run you $3 each. For more information, see Crystal White in Gordon Hall. Northeast Hospitality DECA Chapter is also getting in on the Valentine fundraising efforts by offering chances for a $50 gift card to a restaurant of the winner's choice. Chances are $1 each or $10 for $8. In addition to their restaurant gift card fundraiser, the organization will be selling cookie mixes in jars to help fund the activities of the organization. Now, they're offering a choice of vanilla or chocolate, M&M cookie, or white chip strawberry cookie mix for $7 per jar or no-baked chocolate oatmeal cookies or chocolate spritz cookies for $5 a dozen. Northeast Wesley Foundation is currently looking for a ministry assistant for youth and college. The prospective candidate will serve in a multifaceted role as the youth leader at Wheeler United Methodist Church and also worship leader at the Wesley Foundation located on Jefferson Street. This is a paid position, requires 15 to 20 hours a week. Worship leadership skills are required and some ministry experience is preferred. For more information, contact Charlie Harper at charlie at northeastwesley.org. Northeast Counseling Center is looking for tutors for the spring semester. Tutors are a paid position and will help assist other students in making a difference in their educational careers. For more information about becoming a tutor, see the Counseling Center in Ramsey Hall. Now, if you are in need of a tutor for a certain class or you need a little extra help, the Northeast Counseling Center has tutors available to you at no charge. First, talk with your instructor and see what will be the best way to be successful in their classroom. And if they refer you to tutoring, drop by the Counseling Center once again in Ramsey Hall to see what tutors are available. Up next is our head softball coach, Jody Long. He's been a part of the Northeast family since 1996, been the head coach of our softball program since 2006. And as always, Coach, welcome to Tiger Talk. Thank you, Will. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're thrilled to have you because, gosh, can't believe it, softball, it, the season begins this Friday at Jackson State before hosting Jackson State a week from Friday. How about some preseason impressions? What have you seen out of your team leading up to the season opener this week? Well, the biggest thing is it turns cold when it's softball season. Yes. You know, and, and uh, I've been, I've been, you know, very pleased so far with the opportunities to get outside and, and see our, our team, team grow. I can't say enough about how hard our, our kids are working, how hard Coach Connell, our, our managers, just on a, on a daily basis in, in the weight room, inside our, our indoor facility, and just everything that is happening right now in, in preparation for opening day at Jackson State. Yeah, well, last year you went 26 games. You were 17-11 and 11 in division play during the course of division action. You won 7 out of 8 at one stretch, 8 out of 10. You did lose some folks from last year's team, but you got a good nucleus that saw a lot of action, and you had uh, some of your top performance uh top performers from a year ago uh, coming back to wear the black and gold. Yes, I mean, we, you know, bring back Kelly Wallace, who 
led the region in home runs, did a did an excellent job for us on the mound. You got Brianna Tarpley that came in late, and she wanted the ball in the in the circle. Uh, didn't pitch a whole lot in, in in high school, and was just a bulldog for us on the mound. Wanted the ball, competes every time that you give her the ball, and you throw in Taylor Harris, Mackenzie Denton. You know, those kids competed for us, you know, uh, uh, day in day out. And adding Van Manning that caught most every game for us last year, there is a great nucleus of, of kids coming back to lead this team in, in 2019. Yeah, well, you we've talked before we went on the air that you almost kind of like to compare this team, what you've seen so far. Now, there's, there's still obviously you got to play the season, but you like to compare them to that 2012 team that played uh, for the state and for a region title. Uh, back in 2012. How about some concerns that lie, though, coming in? What are some things that you and Coach Connell uh, have been uh, talking about that needs to happen for this team to be successful this year? Well, the biggest thing is we have a ton of talent. And you know, when you ha- have a ton of talent, these kids are used to playing. They they played there, you know, since a lot of them since they were in the seventh and eighth grade. They've been they've been starters, and you bring twenty two, you know, twenty one, twenty two kids, twenty four kids, and you put them on a team, and everybody has to buy into what their role is. For the first time, I guess since I mean I've been here that I can remember, we've got nine kids that could potentially see action in the circle on the mound for us and when you talk about playing a seven inning ball game and over the the course of a of a season double headers and that kind of stuff we have a lot of options to throw at you and 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 throw out there in different style pitchers but what it's going to take is it's going to take kids not getting jealous, not getting caught up on throwing a number of innings and that kind of stuff, and just you know, you know, buying into that the the team is is more important than I am as as an individual, and come out every day with the mentality that I'm going to do my job to, to the best of my ability, and I'm going to do whatever it takes for me to do for our team to be successful. Well, you uh, definitely uh, pitching depth. That is uh, going to be uh, no doubt a key to success this year. I see where you've you got a very intriguing preseason schedule. I mean, you've, of course, hosting Tiger Fest again coming up on February 15th and 16th. I know you were talking about 20 different schools will be taking part in that one. You go to Meridian for the Rush Invitational, and then you've got a brand new Mississippi-Tennessee Challenge that we'll be hosting on February 26th. Yes, it's uh, our our preseason uh, schedule prior to the uh, March 8th uh, game with with Southwest is to do two things. Okay, it needs to prepare us for what we're going to see in conference play, but but at the same time, and something that we've really been stressing with our kids is we've got to focus on winning ball games. I mean, our our goal of what we do every day is about winning, and a concept is is our kids have got to hate losing more than they enjoy winning. That's got to got to be our focus our focus every day in practice is got to be a winner's mentality we hate to lose hate to lose a drill hate to lose anything that that, that we're competing in and in that winner's mentality is hopefully that we can roll off a bunch of wins early on and that winning concept will carry over and build confidence moving into the conference games just as much as, as playing quality teams you want to play quality teams so you're facing pitching that you're going to see but also I think I think there's a there's a key in winning 
Yeah, you got to have some confidence uh, going into league play. And I think it helps that you've already got seven of your players have already committed to four-year schools. That, That's pretty impressive. That speaks speaks volumes. And you're talking about kids going to Division One, Division Two, all the way down to NAIA. You know, and and it's one of those things that that's one of the things that we want. Number one, we want kids to come here to part of their, their college experience. You're coming to college to, to play softball. Finish that out. Don't don't be satisfied with just playing two years. Hey, I want to recruit kids that when a kid comes on campus you know, in a recruiting standpoint is their goal is to play softball for four years. I want that kid in, in our program. And then from from that, our job is we got to find a place that, that, that fits them. We got to find a you know, place that they're going to be successful, that they're going to be able to get the necessary degree, but also that they're going to have success. And just like winning in softball, they've got to win in life every day to be successful moving on. So it is important for us to move those kids on. And, and having 10 sophomores uh, on our roster and already having seven of those committed before the season is just a, a testament to, to how hard those kids work and the job that Coach Connell does on a daily basis. Yeah, Kevin really gets after it, as you do as well, uh, Jody. And uh, no question that speaks volumes. Of course, I know we're getting ready to start this season, but you know Colmeyer, he's in marketing. I mean, I cannot wait for, for next year at this time. Can you believe it? We'll be getting ready to debut that brand-new softball uh, facility as well as our baseball uh, facility here at Northeast. And speaking of four-year schools, this will be a facility that will be better than a lot of four-year schools around the country. No doubt about it. I mean, it's just I can't wait. Every day I drive by, I see something new going on. It, you know, it, bring, it, it brings chill bumps. Now, I will tell you, there's going to be a lot of sentimental for me. I came here. I was involved in baseball as a, as a student, uh, you know, went on, came came back, and I actually came back to be involved in baseball. And Coach Carnell approached me about helping him with softball, and I made that switch. And so Harold T. Whitefield and, and Coach Carnell's field, you know, you know, chair a, a special place. So I'm, I'm really going to embrace seeing as many games as I can on the baseball side this year and, and you know, in, embracing every one of those pitches that we play at, at home but the the excitement of this new facility I mean the things that are going on today you know today and this week this spring so far there's been a ton of rain well if it stops raining at five o'clock we can start practicing at 5 30 and we don't miss that day outside so hopefully we're, we're more prepared and you know hopefully it, it, it will it will show benefits in recruiting it, it, it'll show benefits in bringing those quality athletes here m moving those quality athletes on and you know this day and time it's about what you do in, in your facilities, what you doing with, with your equipment, how many kids you're moving on, and with the commitment that that our administration and our board has made at Northeast, we have made that commitment that we're in the serious softball business. Yeah, no doubt about that. Well, all the best to you, uh, Coach Connell, uh, your ladies, and uh, we'll get you on an upcoming Tiger Talk maybe before you start league play. Good luck. Thank you, thank you, Will, and I appreciate all your support.
All right, sticking with athletics. After two home games last week, the Tigers and Lady Tigers basketball teams were on the road at East Mississippi last night. They'll return to the Bonner Arnold Coliseum on Thursday when they host Kahoma. Thursday's game has been declared a pink out, and the sponsor for the night is the Langston Lot Law Firm. In addition to the two basketball games, the Lady Tigers softball team will be having their schedule signing ceremony on Thursday as well between the women's and men's games behind the bleachers on the south portion of the Bonner Arnold Coliseum. Stop by and meet with all the Lady Tigers. Have your picture taken with members of the team and pick up a 2019 schedule and have it signed by your favorite player. Friday, we'll see a bevy of activity on campus as the Technology Students Association, the TSA, uh, brings its division conference to campus. The TSA students will be in the Haney Union and all around campus, so we ask you to please make them feel welcome. The week-long five-county junior high tournament is in full swing with the quarterfinals happening later this week along with the semifinals and finals heating up during the weekend. Northeast will be conducting a tornado drill on Tuesday, February the 5th at 9.35 a.m. in order to prepare its employees and students how to respond in the event of an emergency arising on campus. The college will go through a full shelter-in-place event and will instruct employees and students where to go in case of a tornado approaching campus. And finally, it's hard to believe that in less than two weeks, baseball starts. We'll hear from Tiger head coach Richie Harrelson, along with the theater director, Christopher Shager, on the podcast next week. And with that, it's time to wrap up this week's edition of Tiger Talk. Special thanks to Michael Miller for all of his work behind the scenes to get us on the air each week. So for Brittany Whitley and Jody Long, I'm Will Colmeyer saying thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week right here on Tiger Talk.